Sunday all. Before we get into the show and I introduce my beautiful panel, I want to wish a happy birthday to Cliff Rock Banam. Yesterday was his birthday. We got happy lit, birthday. you know what I mean? Happy, happy birthday, birthday, happy birthday man. Thank you, appreciate yeah. it. A very exciting episode. We have some very interesting guests, so I'm going to ask you to have your guests introduce themselves, starting with the beautiful lady to the left. Hi, guys. Uh, some of you know me, some of you don't. I go by Lady Steel. Uh, anywhere on social media. I have my own blog group and my own, uh, I guess, adult lifestyle group and podcast. And Brooklyn Girl from Heart. Brooklyn, go ahead. <laughs> Mr. Earl Gray, EB, Brooklyn, East New York. I'm in the spot. Yeah, uh, David Braff. Shout out to East Flatbush, Crown Heights. Um, oh, oh. Yeah, 11203 Productions. <laughs> LitBKNY.com, mm. all that good stuff, blah, blah, blah. It's your boy, Cliff Brock, what's your boy, you know, Real Talk Morph, coming out South Jamaica. Brooklyn's dominating in here, but we're going to hold it down. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a beautiful Sunday, and we was having pre-conversations before we started the show, and it was good. obviously our guests never know the topics, but they kind of were talking about what we're going to discuss as a first topic. I'm going to jump right into the show. The first topic is called the price of fame. Mm-hmm. We realize that, you know, it seems that African Americans, when they become famous, it's like, I feel like they have to pay a little bit more. Either sometimes they lose part of their culture, sometimes just to be so popular, they kind of have to go against the grain, where I feel like, you know, a lot of times artists or stars from other cultures get to just assimilate a little easier, you know? I feel like sometimes minorities, when they become celebrities, they're stuck with the conundrum, do I bring the hood with me, or do I leave the hood alone? Where, you know, Joe Schmo from Iowa gets to just still be Joe Schmo from Iowa, and everyone just loves and accepts him. And then, you know, obviously, Kanye is going to be a topic we discuss, Kazi is going to be a topic discussed. But the oh first sub question is, why does it feel like black celebrities pay a higher price for fame? And then start with ladies first. Well, we pay a higher price for the cost of living in the first place, just for existing. Mm. So if the cost to exist is higher than anything, imagine accelerating. You're going to have to double, triple that. Mm. So, I mean, that's one thing. We're black. And contrary to popular belief, we did not choose to be in this position, but we are in this position. So, um, yeah, we have to make the best of it. And some of us are able to excel beyond the regular means. And it's going to have a conflict between whether you uh, take, everybody has a plan because everybody um, black aspires to be a lot more. I mean, I know people think that we're lazy, whatever the case may be, but Everybody that I've run We've into. Been lazy since we stopped working for free. You know <laughs> yeah. So when, when we were slaves and worked till we died, we was, oh, that was a good boy there. Yeah. Right. That's a good, right. strong boy. Strong, you know. But after we stopped working for free, man, you can't believe he don't want to do X and X. But, you know, that's not. 
You said something very interesting because you just said the cost of our survival, the cost of our, our existence is more than others. It is. Which, which is so interesting and so true because I just feel like sometimes like, yo, just to be a black man in corporate America, I have to ask myself certain questions before I answer myself in certain situations. And this is not things that I feel like my colleagues who aren't African American have to worry about. They fly off the hip. They answer or they do things to the best of their knowledge. And I always got to think, am I going to sound aggressive? Am I going to sound mm. like I'm going against the grain just because kind of thing? What do you feel? Why do you feel like, you know, black celebrities pay a higher price for fame? Well, here's the thing. Regardless to where we sit or how much we make, we're still an outsider playing a different game. You understand? A black celebrity, he's still, with that money, he's in a different position because not only is he still just far out of reach and trying to be accepted by that white community because it is white supremacy. Mm -hmm. He's detached now from his brothers and sisters. You see how other ethnicities, they make it and they're still able to go home, do this project, do that project, chill in the barrio, you know what I mean? Do mm -hmm. all these things. We can't do that. A lot of people, they come back to the hood. Look at, look at Kevin Hart's situation. You know what I mean? His mans. You know what I mean? Like you're boy. totally alone. You're totally alone. And a lot of people aren't prepared for that. You can tell them. You can you know look at history and see how other people have tried to navigate it. But it, it, it's nothing that can prepare you for that. That everybody that you know has a different ulterior motive with you now. You can't even slide back to Philly and do your thing. You can't do this. You can't. It's you can on the surface, you, but you, you can't really do it. It's funny because when you want to come up. You the hero, right? Mm -hmm. Because they know the bag's not there yet, mm -hmm. but the bag is close. But once you secure the bag, all of a sudden you're not the hero anymore. Mm -hmm. Now you're the topic of discussion. The and, topic you're, of and you're the you target. Different. You know you're what I'm saying? You're the target. Now. Exactly. What do you feel? Why do you feel celebrities and minority, you know, black people pay such a high price for fame? I feel I, I'm agreeing with everything that everybody else is saying here. They're, they're speaking a lot of my thoughts. Um, also, it comes into it, you know, we always say, you know, when a white man catch a cold, a black man catch pneumonia. <laughs> everything is more complicated with us. Everything takes on different levels. Fame itself is a heavy burden to carry. Fame itself, just purely just on its own, is uh, a tough road to, to walk down and add to it the fact that you got the culture on your back. You got to carry the culture. You are the culture because you're not the dominant culture in the country. It's the white man's country that we in. Our culture, we have to carry all of that responsibility on top of it too. Yeah, it gets complicated. Yeah, it gets it gets more complex, and a lot of people crumble under the pressure. What do you think, Ray? Um, piggyback what everybody's saying. I think everybody's making strong points, but it's like just because you have money don't mean you run running the show. You got money and still not be running the show. Look for instance the Dave Chappelle incident. He had a great successful TV show. And all of a sudden, they they, and all of us, all of a sudden, they wanted to, all of a sudden, they wanted to tweak his show, which his show was like the number one comedy show at the time. So yeah, it's how like, you gonna tweak something that's so already how working? How you gonna tweak yeah. something that's really mm -hmm. perfection? You and, know, and, and unless you acting like Wayne Brady yeah, in this situation, <laughs> no seriously. The beautiful thing about what you said, I always feel like of our culture, they always want to take our culture and say, you know what, it's good. But let me add a little something to yeah, it they always make it better. Because they when it always was already operating at a premium level. They, they always, always have a specific vision for whatever they invest in. You're not getting invested in based purely off of um, what you can do. It's because they see, all right, he has their ear. 
and I know if I just add this, that it's definitely going to be like they already have in their head what they're going to do. It's never, oh, well, I'm just going to give you money for you to do whatever the hell you want. Mm-hmm. There's already a vested interest when they do decide to invest what in you. What kills me is our culture, the reason why we shine, the reason why our talents are so appreciated, because it comes from a, you know, a struggle or originality of just the situations that we're placed in that mm-hmm. allows us to shine that way. Yeah, it's a rawness. When you want to come in from outside and add a little something to it, it's like Karen bringing that bland ass potato salad to, to the barbecue. Yeah. When it's just like Karen, keep your potato salad, keep your blueberries out the macaroni and cheese. You know <laughs> exactly. what I'm saying? Like you know, let let us be great kind of thing. But, but it's like sorry, okay. it's it's entertaining though. You have to also, and this is where I think people um, get lost from the other side looking in. If they've never had to experience it, it becomes sheer entertainment. Mm. And when you're being entertained, like thoroughly entertained, you start imagining all the possibilities. Mm. Well, because it doesn't resonate with you that it's necessarily real life, you're being entertained. Like, I watch crime porn all the time. I love watching murder mysteries mm-hmm. and, you know, stuff like that. And I find myself, when I'm watching it, why did he do that? I totally would have done this and he wouldn't have caught me or whatever. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if you were actually doing it, you don't know what you would have done. Mm-hmm. But it's easy for you to say, you know, I would have done X, Y, and Z. And I think that's what they do a lot of the times because they do see it as entertainment. Yeah. I, I think another thing that makes it so difficult for fame for minorities, especially black people, than other cultures, like for some reason, even, even the Kanye thing, even though Kanye has kind of, I don't know why, stepped forward to be, he, he thinks he's going to be MLK for some reason. You know, his interests don't line up, but for some reason he assumes that he's going to be that new voice for our generation to quote-unquote bring us together. And I just feel like minority celebrities are also asked to um, take on a role for change, for um, representation that other... Like, I've never really heard... And I could be wrong because I'm not part of the culture, but I've never really heard someone ask Katy Perry, so what are you going to do for your community but they don't need mm. to ask that. Right, they don't need to ask that. There's, there's no country for black people. Mm. You see how they have um, a white celebrity. Let's say, let's pick a name. It's like a Brad Pitt. A Brad Pitt can fade away when he's not doing work. He can go in any small-town community, buy it, live there. Nobody will say a word. Mm-hmm. He's comfortable there. You understand? There's no spot like that for black celebrities. You're always under somebody's so watch. There's no place where, like, you know how you ever walk into an area of the city where, like, Upper East Side, Upper West Side, something like that, or in between, where there are no black people mm-hmm. and how comfortable they are. We don't have that comfort. You understand? Anywhere, at any level. Maybe the it's hood. Because, you know, know. you in the hood. But you never really you home. Money, right. Because the boys come money, in the hood anytime. Money, now we got to check in when we come to the hood. Like, you can't even come Exactly. Come That's the another thing. Mm. So it's like, there's no comfortability anywhere. I can't slide anywhere and just relax and just let go of what I do. You understand? Mm-hmm. The character that I am. And just be for a while, and that's the thing that drives a lot of people insane. Yeah. You're always on this spotlight. Like, don't get it twisted. When I mean, obviously, everyone's gonna be talking about this. When Kanye said, like, you know, slavery was a choice kind of thing, it was it was too simplistic just to scream at Kanye because it's, it's straight ignorance on the top level of that conversation. You know, if he would have took the chance to elegantly say that, you know. Slavery was a bad situation, but now that we're here, for us to continue to have enslaved minds is a detriment to our people. It would have, you know what I'm saying? But the way he said it was kind of crazy. He thinks he's a lot more profound than he is. Yeah, Yeah, right now, I think it definitely, uh, 
the way people choose to um, go about it. Yeah, right now, definitely by all means say it's a choice because there are many people that uh, refuse to do necessary things because they do not want to go out of their comfort levels. So right now, yes, but back then, and what's no. ugly about it also is like you got so many albums and projects coming out. So now you've been quiet for such a long time. You've been, been you know. But we're not his audience, so it doesn't matter. The, the I was anticipating this new album. This kind yeah, of yeah. I, I was actually looking forward to what yeah. he was gonna do, but now he's canceled. He's, he's canceled. totally canceled. Yeah. I, after his Nino Brown. I went back and listened to Life of Pablo. Life of Pablo was a dope ass. It album. is. I'm like, this he's is what so this crazy. is what I was saying. But he's the, allowed he to say great. these things. Like Kanye West didn't become Kanye West by running his mouth. Kanye West became Kanye West by the body of work that he's produced, yeah. for being the producer that he is, for putting the you know the mismatched sounds and, and the samples and just the right amount of everything to be. As an artist, he's a lot more profound than he is as a person. And not for nothing, I'm not willing to give Kanye West the benefit of the doubt no. that he had deeper more complex thoughts behind no. his statement. I, th I no. think it's purely ego out of control. Right. Mm -hmm. His mouth is running. His his thoughts are behind. He's not Thank even you. thinking. He's, he's off his, his, he's he's literally off his meds. He's off his meds. He's literally off his meds. He said it himself. Yeah, that he's not They prescribe me nine medications a day. I'm taking two a week. That's an admission that you're off your meds. That's it's like walking past Bellevue and hearing something <laughs> out the window, and you're like, don't even point. answer it back. No, don't even answer it back because where you are. So my next question, I'm going to have to start off with the answer. It's like, now I got to look at the flip side of the situation, right? Because the cost of fame is so high for, you know, minorities, celebrities. Your life. Also, when celebrities fall from grace, do you think black people celebrate their failure more than other cultures? Because mm. mm. I'm going to have to look I just want to, you know, further elaborate on my question. I just feel yeah. like, you know... <coughs> You'll see, you know, um, like the Harvey Weinstein's and stuff like that, you know. Obviously, with the Me Too movement, there was a, a push and stuff like that. But to be honest with you, I would speak to, you know, Caucasian men or, or, or being Caucasian groups where it was just like, you know, they were disgusted by, by the actions. But then I also <laughs> kind of felt there was like sort of a defense saying, you know, it's that whole culture. It's not just him, but they need to change things. Sort of like defending him and stuff like that. But I feel like when one of our stars, stars fall from grace, don't get it twisted. I'm not defending Kelly, R. Kelly. I'm not defending Kanye. And I'm see my scowl forming. I'm yeah. gonna relax it a little. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not defending him and stuff like that. But I, I, to me, especially Cosby, because knowing the works that Cosby has done, don't saying that doing good works outweigh the fact that you are a rapist or whatever. But it's just like the destruction of Cosby, like the the the, the almost how happy people are to just tear him down. To me, makes me feel a kind of way. And I see you smoking. Let me have two for <laughs> and then you next. Do you feel like us as a culture, we celebrate the downfalls of our stars? Like you, we almost celebrate it more than other cultures celebrate the downfall of their stars. Of course we do, right? The whole Cosby um, situation. It's a terrible situation, but listen, did it all this become when he, before he was trying to buy NBC? Yeah, the NBC listen, thing, I think it's a, but, it's a but, but, that's listen, a distraction. But, oh, that, no, no, I'm going to let you talk. I, I don't mean to cut you off. I think that's more of a distraction thing that people Okay, then what you call it? Did all this, uh, so why, the, why, why now? Charlie Sheen admitted that he had AIDS. He didn't do nothing to his career. His career is still the same. That, 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 that's the, 
Charlie Sheen admitted that he had AIDS. And, and was still on, sleeping on, with people. On TV, and he still... Which is a crime. And, and he's, Which is a crime. It's a misdemeanor. And then it's now a it's a misdemeanor. Now. But, but, now, but, but he, he has several doing lawsuits. But, but he, lawsuits, but they ain't in jail. They, they not, he's you not in jail. He's not putting it under the microscope. Let me say this. about it for one day. Let me say this. Listen, no. we, talk, we, talk, we talk about, we talk about, we talk about, we need to go last, because okay. I can't battle all y'all, I feel like, I don't, yeah. I don't, it, it gets framed a lot, like it's two contradicting arguments, and it's not, you can have both points of view. When you have a, a black celebrity fall from grace or when, you know, whatever, it is harder on them. And at the same time, you can still be like what Bill Cosby did was fucking monstrous. Mm-hmm. You, it's not two contradictory things. Oh, you know, when it's one of them, you know, they don't get punished <laughs> as bad as we do. They don't get torn down. They, our, our legacies get torn down. That's totally true. And at the same time. Bill Cosby fucking sucks ass. Look, look at Charlie Sheen, like you mentioned. Look at the father from Seven Seven who admitted that he was molesting people. That show stayed in rotation right. the same yeah. way. Right. It did. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, well, let him finish because okay. I I got all the mad okay. misinformation. Okay. Go so on. And, 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 and this I'm wasn't so you. much. This wasn't so much as black and white. Oh, we we celebrated Cosby falling. Bill Cosby, as many great things he's done for black people. He sat on that elitist throne mm. for a long time yeah, a and spoke a lot of bad things about regular black folks who weren't as fortunate as he was. Mm-hmm. That paired with, this is a long-standing rumor, a long-standing rumor that has been quite quiet for a long time and people got their justice. You understand? It's not so much we were celebrating a black man falling down, we were celebrating this shit starting to because it was a wave it wasn't just Bill Cosby there's a lot of people going down on this shit and there's still going to be a lot of people coming down off this shit anyway but that when you're an elitist and that goes for any artist when you somebody that stands above this goes to all the way to the hood guys you got a, a rapper and he's talking about oh I got this I got this I come to the hood and I fuck your girl and he's literally doing that yeah. and then some shit happens to him niggas not going to cry for that well Harvey Weinstein <laughs> some of the incidents that he has are still within statute of limitations it's not my people Okay. <laughs> it's not my people. He's an asshole. Weinstein's an asshole. Exactly. Because, yes, you are giving okay. out a lot of misinformation, and that's the problem. One okay. is there is a double standard. However, it is not the celebrating of one of uh, of a downfall. It is the celebration of a freaking criminal that is getting um, that victims that are getting vindicated, right. and a criminal that is getting what came to him. The person that shot my brother, right? He's black. I celebrate the fact that he's in jail. I'm not celebrating the fact that he's another young black man that's in jail. Mm-hmm. Am I supposed to now conceal my um, delight that he is being punished for his crime because he's black? Mm-hmm. Am I supposed to celebrate harder if it was a white person that shot him? No. I am happy that he is rotting away in jail. So and him, his color has nothing to do with because he did something that was wrong. Do you think we kept it? The same energy with Harvey Weinstein. No, no, we did not keep the same energy. However, that's not because of any. That's because 
Negroes don't know who Harvey Weinstein is in the first place. How are you going to keep the same energy with somebody you don't follow? You're not invested in Harvey Weinstein to care about him that much. The only reason why people care about him is because they want to use him as a comparison. I know Harvey Weinstein. I'm in, I'm in the entertainment industry, mm -hmm. film, television. Weinstein is the person who gave us Michael B. Jordan. Mm -hmm. You know, I know Weinstein way before the allegation, and I knew it was a rumor. When Sasha Obama got the internship with him, I side-eyed it. I made it a big deal because everybody, well, at least most people that know about Weinstein knew who he was. So I'm like, why would Obama allow Sasha, Sasha Obama got a Yeah, she got an internship wow. with Weinstein before, yeah. before it came out. Wow. So I was like, why would they even allow that? Because it's an open secret in Hollywood. Same thing with Bill Cosby. A lot of people don't, and this is stuff that I'm, I'm going to be 33 this year. Mm -hmm. I've, I've remember specifically as a little girl when I was coming up when Bill was going through the whole autumn um, fiasco with the daughter or whatever Bill there was a lot of stories that Bill paid to bury mm -hmm. first of all he was never going to buy no NBC people need to get that out of their he head no he never had that money he wanted to he was trying to get a group of investors and what he did, did was the, the head, like no, the face what, yeah, but, but he wasn't was. putting it up. Okay. What he did to try to sway public opinion was he had his team put out a press release saying he was interested in the sale. NBC declined to sell it to him. And this was over how many years ago? So why would they wait till now? Like, I have something for sale. I don't, I'm not obligated to sell it to you. Yeah. You just yeah. not gonna. I don't have to create a scandal for you to not buy it. Your money is no good to me. It's no good to me. Period. So that is that is moot. That yeah. is a void point. Do you have another point you want to make before I can chime in? Yeah. Oh, you could. You could go. Whatever. All I'm saying is. <laughs> no. I'm saying, all I'm saying is no. Cosby. I, I like to let it flow. So okay. That I, but like, listen. I understand all the points that you make is great points, but it's like. We we do celebrate. Uh, we do look at the downfall of African-American celebrities a little bit. But see, why no. Why do you call it the downfall versus a criminal getting oh, his just crim due? Oh, criminal just due. So, right, okay, so criminal just due. Listen, the criminal just due. Unless that's the, I don't know if you watch football. Okay, Michael Vick did the um, dog news, uh, dog news kind of thing. What, what mm -hmm. you play? He got, he did his time. What you call it? Ben Rothenberg has been accused for rape over two or three times. Two, three we swept times. it over un under the rug. It, it, it got to be kind We're not vested, invested in those people when, uh, to care that much. That's not a, a problem. Like, we, so we're not only, res we're, we're responsible for cleaning up their messes too? We never, listen, you're never going to get fairness on that because the people who are persecuting Michael Vick are white people. Black people still support Michael Vick. That's a fact. You know what yeah. I mean? The people, the white people that was on Vic's back when he came to Philly, when he signed with the Eagles, that wasn't us. We was like, and oh, he's getting another job. That's what's up. And this Those are the same people that are protecting yeah, Rothbard's. That, that's white supremacy. And Bill Cosby's downfall is definitely downfall. One thing that, you know, you have to acknowledge is that his cultural impact, his resonance, mm -hmm. that Cosby show is huge. Huge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, of course. It's it's he's known across all races it, as the we, father of America. That's the other point, this whole, by the way. This whole the Black Panther wave that people were on is a blip on the radar compared to what the Cosby, what the Cosby show was. Right. Yeah, and that's right. his name on there. He could go to any country so and say So this is a downfall. To It is a downfall. It's a fall from, from that level. Right. But it's a justly deserved I, one. I, it's I, one and, that and he... I think that's probably why I'm kind of a little hesitant to like celebrate the downfall of him even though I think what he did is terribly wrong is because of the impact that Cosby had but what we're saying is what we're saying is I mourn 
the downfall of the Cosby brand, maybe. right? The Cosby brand. Mm-hmm. You understand the William H. Girl? I, yeah. I, right. I yeah. cry for that. Yeah. But him getting, you know what I mean? Those women getting their justice. I celebrate that. Yeah. Those are two different things. They don't have to be mutually exclusive. They're two different things. I do to think that it's point, to your earlier point. I canceled Cosby a long time ago when he started talking that poor. When he's talking about poor, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A long time. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. how did these people? Of, but no, to address another point, that whole seventh heaven still on air versus no, it's not. If people actually look up TV Guide right now, it is not on the schedule. However, you can order it on Amazon. You can pay a subscription fee and look at it. Cosby Show is still on air. It's just been pulled from one network and put on another network. If people did their research, they would know that instead of going by headlines. Headlines are designed for, to make you click them. No, no, the that is it. I, I, I do know everything that you say. The Cosby Show thing, the show got pulled immediately. The Seventh Heaven thing, it took a while. No. It took a while before they pulled the Seventh Heaven Show. And another <coughs> thing about it is the interest in the Seventh Heaven Show was never close in the radar as a galaxy. To, but yeah, but it wasn't. So if it wasn't even that much interest, then why even make a big deal about it uh, being on? Because nobody's watching it. People freaking, the networks don't have an obligation to buy a show if they don't want to buy it. Mm-hmm. They have to order episodes. How are you trying to spend the network's money for them? If I don't want to have this on my network, I don't have to have it. One person dropped it, another network picked it up. It's, it's if people so were really, if people were really, if people were really invested in the Cosby show like that, they would own the box set already and they wouldn't be relying on network TV <laughs> to show it. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's really, it's really a lot of fake stuff that's happening. People talking just to talk and being mad just to be mad. Because I at the end of the day, a lot of people really don't give a shit about the women. They just want to compare how one criminal gets treated versus the next criminal. And we, and to be, what's the sad thing, being lost in situations, we never really cared about the condition that the women in these situations mm. face. We more so, we, we more so worried about how men have to move going forward, which is a sad kind of thing. Mm. Men should have been worried a, about that in, in the first place. I'm, I know I would teach my son to move a certain way. Mm-hmm. I, I, but again, when you're in that atmosphere and in that industry, it is a whole different world. There's things that you could not have dreamed of um, that you're allowed to do, and nobody's going to check you. Nobody's going to be on your back like, hey, or whatever. So I also get how you could easily slip. Okay. So I want to play the devil's advocate and obviously ask this question, and I want you to lead off to answer this question as you being the episode woman on this panel. What about the... Um, the people who say, okay, Harvey Weinstein, Cosby, who had these rumors for a while that, you know, maybe us outsiders didn't know because we didn't access it, but internal people, the people who's like, we knew about this is how he was getting down, and the people who knowingly still got involved or put themselves in situations with these people knowing that that's how they get down, especially with Cosby, with the partying and the quaaludes or whatever kind of mm-hmm. thing like that. Do you feel that some of these victims even though they all fall on the same spectrum, kind of knowingly walk into these situations? I don't doubt that that happens. I'm pretty sure I've walked into situations like that as well, too. Mm-hmm. I, I can't doubt that that happens, but at the end of the day, I'm not forcing you to come out of character. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? I've been in many different situations, situations I'm not even proud of, also um, dealing with entertainment, because like I said, the lines are very like super, super blurred when money is involved. However, only you are in charge of your actions mm-hmm. at the end of the day. 
Let me ask this can, last question. Can I ask, so, can I ask something? Um, I had to write a note um, <laughs> <laughs> to remind myself because everything started going. Um, when you started out about the topic, you were talking about black people tearing our own celebrities down. Um, hurt people hurt people. Everybody knows that saying. As a community, as a collective, I'm proud of being black. I love my blackness, but it has to be acknowledged. We are a hurt people. We're wounded. We are. Society so we has wounded us. Hurt, we know. operate from conditioned hurt a lot. Listen, when someone blows up, we celebrate it to the highest. But there is a part of our culture are we good? that we, Sorry. we are we good on audio? Someone just said they couldn't hear us. Are we good? Oh, we're good. Okay. I can hear you all. It sounds, it sounds good to me. Okay. Maybe I need to get closer. Anyway, <laughs> but there is an aspect of our culture like we roast each other. We 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 play the dozens. We get at each other. When somebody comes down, listen. Black culture is beautiful, but it ain't easy. It's not. It ain't easy. We get at each other. So when somebody has a downfall, that sometimes we we are gonna be the ones that get on each other like that. So you say your comment got one minute to the last question. No, he's um, what he's saying is hundred percent. Like we got a lot of hatred in us, a little, um, and it's due to the past what we've been through, you know. But it, it, it's it's a it's a difficult situation because I always look at it like, you know, with the Kyle situation, like you said, Weinstein and all different situations. I just feel like when we do certain things, it don't get swept don't under really the rug like this, that. We don't get the yeah. same ignition like to where we could just be like, maybe, you know what? Not and it's not just a race thing, but <coughs> it's just like one of them things you like. Really? But is it swept under the rug? If 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 people are saying that the Me Too movement is benefiting more white women than it is people of color, then that would mean that their um their predators are the ones that's going down because those are the victims that are being highlighted. And we can agree that it's not black men that are taking advantage of all these white Hollywood actors, right? Mm. So then how can we also say in the same breath that is being swept under the rug when a whole movement was created. Mind you, you have Superhead, Melissa Ford, all those video, video vixens and stuff from the 2000s that have made similar claims, and they just got written off as hoes. So now, okay. now you have a whole movement a of... She she is a hoe, but, but still, but still, I'm just saying. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, hoes could be violated too. Yeah, no, that's you understand what I'm saying? They could still be violated. However, you want to categorize. I don't think we misappropriate labels. All I'm no, I'm not saying that you did. I'm not saying that you did. What I'm saying is, you have these women of color. It's, all the uh, R. Kelly victims, mm-hmm. even the black women that Cosby violated, mm-hmm. people don't um, people don't even acknowledge them for the sake of getting their point across. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? All of these black people that have been screaming like, "This is what's happening. This is what's happening" for so long, and then a movement comes along, started by a black woman, and then all of a sudden, all these that's white true. women that's become true. the face yeah, of how, it. So then, how can you I'll now, how can you now, mm-hmm. in the same breath, say that these white predators are being swept under the rug when they're really actually taking the shine away from a movement started by us? You, the point, the whole thing is you're not invested in them because they don't mean shit to you. You did not grow up with them. They're not your idols. They're not people you can identify with. They don't mean anything for you to you. So they're not going to have the same impact as you finding out Dr. Cliff Puckstable was a freaking predator. It's not going to affect you the same. So, so let me ask this last question on this topic so we can move on. Okay. Do you think black celebrities often lose their self in the industry more so than other cultures? We kind of talked about it like in the beginning, so I guess we can answer it shortly and then close it up. Yeah. I think so because like it's the dilemma of 
do I still care about the peop- the person I was, or do I have to care about the person I am now? Kind of thing. Where other celebrities let the trends get something about what do you think? What they do is, they have to decide. Do I side with my money, or who I am? That's what it is. That's when mm-hmm. people make choices. I have this house. I have these children now. I have this company that I'm trying to run. I have this brand. Do I sacrifice, possibly sacrifice that for being me or take care of my money, the people who supply me with that money in order to run these things and keep these other people employed mm-hmm. in my life and leave a legacy? That's where you have to make a decision. What do you think, Paul? No, I agree with what he said 100%. Okay. It's because it's like, <laughs> Like you said, like certain, sometimes you you put in a situation where you can't be yourself because financially this you have to act a certain way mm-hmm. so you can provide and so you can so you can get on top. So it's definitely. Anybody want to say something before I move on to that? Um, I think a lot of it has to do with how what people's mindset is when they get in the game mm-hmm. from the first place. Because I, I I can't speak for anybody else. I can't read nobody's mind. But sometimes I get that vibe. Like some people came in it for the bag. And some people came in it, everybody's in it for the bag, but some people came in for it, that's their priority. Yeah. People came into it knowing, listen, this game is going to try to strip away my blackness. They're going to try and make me tap dance. They're going to try and make me do this. I'm going in knowing I'll take the L rather than do that. Mm-hmm. Like, I look at Kendrick Lamar, I, I don't want him to go and fuck up then and make me a liar. But I look at his trajectory <laughs> and I'm like, okay, he came in the game knowing I'm not going to do certain shit. I'm going to say certain shit. To his benefit. To like, his benefit. J. Cole's going through the same kind of thing where it's just like the more raw J. Cole has become, mm. the more popular he has versus mm. when he was in the beginning trying to chase hits. Because at the end of the day, people respect authenticity. Mm-hmm. Look at for, for Cardi B. Like, she is just her raw, plain-ass, regular-ass self. And she'll literally get up on her own damn Instagram and cuss out the industry saying things out her mouth that you're like, yo, but same thing she's been doing. She'll, she'll make the transition to the other side soon. Yeah, I feel like she's, she's fighting she it right she'll now. She'll make she's the fighting. transition. To, Nicki Minaj right was now. the same way. Nicki Minaj, when she first came out, she had she she had the pussy out, little Kim drink what you call. She well, trans- she bringing the pussy out again too. You ain't see that bringing Barbie yeah, but, but she but she's but <laughs> from a place so of like desperation. Yeah. She's right. freakishly from a place like, of, yeah, it's, it's like weird. It's like you, it's nice, uh, but at the same time, yeah, kind yeah, of freakish. Like you gonna you gonna she's gonna make the transition. Right. Trust so me. It feels desperate now though with Nikki. The next topic is fantasies, right? So we're gonna get a little lighter. Okay, let's shift and talk about you know. More adult, more fun kind of things, and you fantasies. Know, <laughs> Lady Steele, you'll, you'll be able to give us a little, you know, insight oh, into some of the things that you. Silence in the studio. <laughs> Listen, don't let me tell these people how nasty. Let's oh. bring the let's oh, bring the lights nah. down. Nasty talk. Now, but, right, so let me come into right. So, uh, fantasy, right? And I always feel like you know, fantasy, and it's I so sometimes feel like you know. I'll read something or I'll watch something where, you know, the white culture or the culture, well, mostly the white culture, because other cultures are kind of private about these kind of things. They can easily talk about their fetishes, their fantasies and stuff like that, and they'll they'll laugh it off or, or they'll kind of be like, you know, more comfortable in their skin kind of thing. But when it comes to our culture kind of stuff like that, we're, we're quick to call someone queer or quick to call someone weirdo and stuff like that and not necessarily express themselves, you know, sexually 
an open kind of forum, which led me to the first sub question. Do you think cheating happens because sometimes you're afraid to live out your sexual fantasy with your partner in fear of being judged? Like, for instance, the whole download movement. Download happens across cultures. Download's not, you know, resonated to just African American people or whatever. But I feel like sometimes you'll have the download download environment or those kind of things because people are afraid to openly discuss with their partners (coughs) their their sexual desires or things that they want to do. So then they sneak around and do certain things. So do you think the inhibition of being able to express your sexual fantasy openly can lead to people cheating and sneaking on their partners? It definitely can. And I probably will be the minority on this. I do think download culture is um, more towards black people than it is anybody else because um, although there are some non-black people that do hide their lifestyle, it's it's still not the same. They're mm. doing it out of their own, you know, like a lot of the times, like I'm in a lot of um, predominantly white groups on Facebook too. Yeah. Yes, like Dave Chappelle, Sleep I do it. research. Secret agent. On them. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm in there and, it, and it's- enemy, not. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean but Let's seriously, say. I'm in a lot of the groups and I see the women, right? First of all, I think it should be noted that in those groups, when they notice that there's black people, they do not do what we do. What we, or at least what I see happen in the black groups is when they notice that there's not a non-black person, they, oh my God, yay, you're here, welcome. Blah. They don't do that shit. They will ignore the fuck out of you like you don't like, exist. You don't mean nothing. Mm-hmm. Right, you yeah, like you now. ain't shit, whatever, like okay? Did. That's one. But two, I noticed that the women, when they put up, first of all, they have just as much ratchet shit as we do. But when mm-hmm. they put up stuff, they be like, yeah, so, you know, my husband, he's bi, and blah, blah, blah. And sometimes we be having threesomes. It's nonchalant. And it's nothing. Mm-hmm. It's nothing. It's mm-hmm. just a regular part mm-hmm. of living life. You might. It's a rarity if you have a dude that's just, like, super straight. You got girls that are complaining, like, I don't understand. He thinks it's gay. It's not gay. We're just freaky, blah, 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 you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then you go into a urban group, and there's all these stigmas. So, yeah, I do think that it could uh, lead to alternative lifestyle that you're trying to hide. I personally, I'm not I'm not with it. I don't mm-hmm. like people feeling like they're censored or they have to uh, venture off to do whatever. I'd rather you be honest with me. Mm-hmm. I think, I, I'll speak as a married African-American male that, you know, I don't have no freaky chrome type Marvin just shaved me, by the way. No, how did I shade you? He's going to speak as a married African-American. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. I just said, I just said, I just said. If you watch the show, you watch the show. Damn, damn. We both married. We both married. We both married. We got the married perspective. Right, and I, right, I say right, that yeah. to say, like, I, I, I do feel zone, like as a married man. Fatality. I do feel as a married man, sometimes, you know, marriage becomes to the point where it's just like, sometimes you start to hear things of, this is what I'm not going to do. This is not what I'm kind of down with and stuff like that. And it yeah. opens up your mind to be like, yo, it could be somebody else out there that's willing to do that. Babe, yeah. I'm not saying that's what my, my wave is on. <laughs> I'm just saying that's the kind of mentality that I have. So I do feel like it can hurt relationships. Like if you can't say like, yo, my fantasy is to do X, Y, and Z, and your woman's not able to fulfill it, especially in the marriage, that causes a, a huge dilemma and a mental lapse. Mm. I think that, go ahead. First of all, like uh, I'm going to agree with Alan when she said, um, official lady still, when she said that it is majority a black thing. Because when you go and look at other relationships and other ethnicities, they're very open with each other. 
mm-hmm. even with their kids. Mm-hmm. They'll sit there, the kid reach a certain age, and they start discussing shit about what mom and dad is doing. You're like, hey, yeah, what are you doing? See you that. know what I mean? You see that, and the kids know when their parents are freaking and the shit they into. Right. The kids don't two, know that. Children. two, two, plus on the black woman. The black woman, she doesn't take the shit that a white woman or another ethnic woman will. White man, Asian man, whatever. They do their thing. They're not questioned. They come in the house. You understand? They can live that whatever life that they're living, and their wife never questioned them. I see it every day. You come in black household, woman's like, fuck is going on? What's up? <laughs> Talk to me. What's good? You know what I mean? Yeah. That's where that secretive down low, that's, where, that's why it belongs to black. You understand? Because you go anywhere else, and it's not that situation where, where, where he has I, to be answered where to. I feel like it comes from. I don't personally, I don't, I'm not a fan of the term toxic masculinity. Because I feel like the term creates a correlation between toxicity and masculinity. Say that three masculinity. times. Toxic no, masculinity. stop it. Just go Hold on, wait. What I, what I prefer <laughs> is a term that has been around for a long time. is hyper-masculinity, mm-hmm. which, which communicates the idea that masculinity in and of itself isn't bad. It's just this is an OD. And I think black culture has hyper-masculinity hardwired into it. I'll mm-hmm. even take it a step further. Caribbean. Ooh. Absolutely. Caribbean Absolutely. masculinity Absolutely. is worse than just regular Absolutely. African masculinity. You have Caribbean men who will sit there with a straight face and say, men I bow, I will never go down on Meanwhile, my Meanwhile, you got to pull them from the butt cheeks. They deep I, in the butt cheeks. Whoa, you gotta pull them whoa, out. Whoa, they just whoa. be lying. <laughs> they just be lying. Where's this I, I, going? I, 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 I give, give you that. They be lying. I, listen, I give you that. You know what I'm saying? So, they be lying because that because that don't bullshit. <laughs> yeah, they they girlfriends thing, say different. My, my, exactly. And my thing is, like I said you gotta pull them from the butt cheeks. They be and DJ Khaled recently got got controversial. But that's different. That's Arab. He's he's not doing that. They on some different. They on some different. He's rich. He's Arab, and that's a little different. You telling me, yeah, yo. My woman has to give me a head, but there's no way I'm going down on her. Listen, if she's really if she's really on her dean, you don't want to do that because she does not shave. You know what I mean? She's good. Oh. Like, you know what I mean? She's really on her dean. Look at it, Tissy. There's a black woman out there. First of all, it's a 70s porno that's movie. That's different. That's black hair. I know the pussy got black sideburns. Hair. Black hair stays where it's supposed yeah. to go. Yeah. Everywhere else, everybody else is here, that'd be all over, like Chewbacca. It'd be all uh, over uh, everywhere. Uh, you uh, quiet, Clem. Jump into the situation. No, this is This is my resident wild talker. No, so he, you be taking the toothpicks to get the hairs out? I'm giving some info from the guests, but you know, when I think when it comes to like fantasies and stuff, I, I really feel like it's all about communication, right? You got to know your your partner, what what you can bring to the table, right? Because you could <laughs> you you if you know your partner's not that way, certain things gonna make them uncomfortable. You can't even have that discussion. Yeah. But if you know that, you know what? Let me let me let me see where the heck is that with a rich person. <laughs> you got to do little things to understand your relationship. That's why with the whole thing with the fantasy thing is, and it's like secret societies. Guys, guys can't just go to this lady like. You know what? On Tuesday, I, you know, on Tuesday I was fucking Fred. You know what I mean? And it was okay. Yo, you can't that, you just see <laughs> If this you was know, a real radio no, station, no, that no, would be a drop. No, 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 no. That'd be a drop. Talk. You can't but he's just, right, though. But listen. On Tuesday, you can't just say, I was fucking Fred. And, but you know what? 
we're still good. You know, I just I just wanted to see what our friend was going on. I, yo, it you find the right partner. But it doesn't work out. But like here's that. the thing: we're so late on time, that wave. A lot of times in African American culture, mm-hmm. we hide things because we are ashamed that we do it's have these fantasies. Hold on, there's a lot of shame. We're late. We're late on a lot of waves. Like couples have been enjoying themselves and other ethnicities in a way that we're just now running yeah. into. Talking about you know swinging and orgies and things. How many years now? Security, but the wave. Hold like, on, I was doing security. I was about probably like groceries are lines on R and B songs. It's regular freaking you know sex. Hold up. We I was about shot, hold up. I was about twenty three, and I was doing security for the strip club. And this guy used to come every around about two weeks with his wife, and she used to pick her dance, and they used to go into the special room. They used to come out all happy. And I'm sitting there like. Sound like one of my boys. I was like, wow. I was like, wow. Like, and that's something that's unheard of. You understand? Mm-hmm. Majority in the black community. Yeah. We're late in sharing. We are, they are late. And I have to agree with you with the eating booty thing. Like, because right. I've been eating Chris booty Rock, since 98. No, no but. <laughs> you shitty mouth, motherfucker. Really? You shitty. Until Chris Rock made fun of that HBO special when he was like tossing the salad. Tossing the salad. Yeah. We didn't openly have a conversation about eating ass right. till then. Right. Till that moment. Right. Eating ass was this secret password type <laughs> right. situation. Right. Yeah. As a culture, had an open conversation. That's how we knew. Like I said, I'm maybe maybe a little younger. I don't know who the youngest one is, but that's how we knew we were dealing with a real with man. With a real freak. With a real man. Because <laughs> he was a real freak. Because he wasn't just eating somebody a pussy. Needs to, somebody needs to ask Uncle Luke how long he's been eating that. Yes. And it was and past, dudes, dudes will be like, oh, I slipped. And then yeah. now I'm in but you, I'm Like, 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 like I said, the download situation everything, like, it's, it's, it's a shameful situation. So you don't want to mm-hmm. just come into it. And, and say, like I said, you can't just put it out there. But like I that also and feel make like feel if, if you're in so, a situation like that, I also feel like it's very important. And I don't. This is also something that I've realized that uh, between black men and black women, this this whole divide it's so large, and there's so many things that you have to uh, speak on. You yeah, guys, fact, you could develop yeah. a whole show based on that, and it that's will never fact. go off air. So, right. You know, because we we got limited time. So let me ask the flip side of this question: Can fantasies hurt a relationship? They can. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they can. Absolutely. Give me an example. Me and... Uh, here, here I go, putting too much information <laughs> out there. Me and my wife are, are, are open to possibilities. Mm-hmm. and um, Interesting way to put it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not something that's going to work with every couple. Because oh, yeah, a lot of... My wife shuts that down anytime I, 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 I joke about it. Okay. If, if, if it's something that you're both in agreement on and... And not for nothing, me and my, my wife's relationship, honesty is top, top priority. Mm-hmm. Is no she she has discussions with her girlfriends and they're like, Oh, David's so honest with you and she's like, I don't know if that's what you want. Mm-hmm. You think that's what you want? Because I tell her I'm honest a hundred percent and sometimes she don't want to hear it, but mm-hmm. it's got to be that way. If you have a relationship with that level of honesty, you can entertain certain things, but the Honest truth of the matter is most relationships do not contain that level of honesty. So give me I just, an example of how I'm not gonna give you an example. Okay. However, what I do wanna do is there is a I'm a, the only female that's on the panel, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of women that's watching right now. Yeah. So one does have a question and since you guys are majority guys, you can answer for her. Mm-hmm. She says, Do you feel that husbands don't want their wives to be freaky but are willing to do it with another woman? So and in, in, in layman's terms, do you feel like husbands want their wives to be drab, yes, yes but no, they want right? to freak because off with a freak? 
Because certain, certain, especially the traditional men, certain men feel like you know what? That's the they, word. They don't want to blast. Fake it. traditional to everything yeah, yeah, until they, it comes yeah, to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't want to blast all over their their woman's face, but they'll blast all over. Facts. I would say I would say that face. men do a bad job of feeling out that woman they eventually make their wife. Mm-hmm. You understand? Because a lot of times we know that woman is not going to be up for the task that we want them to do. Mm-hmm. So then you go outside. But it's so that's the a bad rule, though. That's your Sometimes problem. Sometimes you look in that 20 that you left on the mm-hmm. table, it might be some freaky stuff that you left on but the table. But you know, there's a lot of things. Like you test the waters. If you test the waters, if you have a problem, your lady has a problem going past your penis when you know giving you head like she don't want to touch any of the areas around she don't it like lick the nuts, the gooch? None of yeah none of that you know you're gonna have a hard time with talking to her about anything else you know what I mean like you kidding me you know the woman that you're dealing with did you hear this I was lady still we gotta have you back I was, that's why I said it was like a good luck sniff and I said it wasn't what you thought it was you know what I mean listen um, no, that that is definitely something that exists, but it's a very like outdated kind of old school kind of you know wagon wheels kind of way of thinking. Like you want your wife to be pristine and untouchable. Oh, I can't do that nasty shit. That's for the bitches I check outside of my marriage. And, and I that's, think that's wrong. Because it is. You want to make you want to be able to make your woman freaky enough to be your side chick as well, right? Because we always leave the wild fantasies and the f- to do with the side chick, stuff like that. But have the communication to make your wife that extra personality. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, exactly. There's always jokes where women are like, how, how many weeds and wigs I got? I could be whoever you, you need. Be, yeah. But it's always, but it's always about, but here's the thing, but it's always time, about how open the, your mind is like, who's supposed to teach you that is your father. I had, a, I had a good amount of uncles who taught me a lot of things. I didn't want to hear nothing about what my mom's was doing at all. So I spoke to my uncles about a lot of things. And even speaking to them and learning a lot of things from them, I didn't take their advice on things. You know what I mean? I picked somebody for A, B, and C when I should have been picking them for everything that involves being in a per- with, with a person for that long. You know what I mean? So, because we have a limited time, I want to ask the last question on this topic. And is what fantasies have you been able to accomplish? Was it all you had to, you hoped it would be? Mm. Who's gonna go first? I can go first. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I like gang gang bang porn. Mm-hmm. I like uh, male male female threesomes. Mm-hmm. Like that was a big thing for me mm-hmm. at a, a certain point or whatever. And no, I've never been in a gang bang. However, I did have the uh, male male where I was the only girl threesome, and it was absolutely nothing. And you know, I'm like ignorant. I, I call that a train. I know you are ignorant. As long as you know that you're ignorant. As long as you know, and so we can move on past the fact wow. because okay, okay, I can okay. acknowledge we that you're ignorant. Right, right? You acknowledge that you're. I know where she's going with it. We, you know, I've had the discussion too. Because it's mad yeah. threesomes. Threesomes. Threesomes are different combinations. Way three different. I admit, from time to time, I'm progressive, but I do have cases. But that's fine. I I get it, and it's okay. Okay. Whether you want to call it a train, okay. I call it a threesome. But you said it like was so nothing. let me ask like, the rest of the men no, on the panel. Like, it was a, me, it, wait, hold on. Uh, like you the rest of nothing. the adult entertainment industry calls it a threesome. Hold up, hold up. So you said it was nothing like you thought it would be? It was nothing like what I masturbated to. When mm. I masturbated to because watching it. Production, they get know, the pause. I had like the most you know amazing orgasm thinking about it, adding my own ad libs and, you know, shit like that. But going and through then it, just felt like when a turkey, I had right? it, no, it's not what I felt like. That shit just... It, it, my shit was just drying up. Like, it just wasn't... It's, it's rough. It wasn't... Yeah. So, so, there wasn't no intimacy. So, so, before you answer, I want to... I'd rather you coach I, I me through pull, it. Let me do two different oh, voices. Yeah, let me pull, do two let different me pull. voices and coach me through it, and then we good. Let me pull, pull them in. <laughs> 
two men and a, and a woman. That's a threesome or a train? I used to say it's a train. I give them it's a threesome. Any more than two guys? Any more than two guys? It's a train. It's a what about yeah. It's an MFM uh, threesome. Exactly. It's an MFM threesome. It's MTA. If the two guys are straight. Uh, that's MTA. Yes, MTA. MTA. Okay. It's MTA. Right, so you answered so the question. I'm, the the question was, you know, what fantasy have you been able to accomplish and was it all you hoped it to be? I did a threesome with two women. It was great. Um, I've done orgies. That was great. Um... I've done pretty much everything I wanted to do except for I've never been with an Asian woman. Yeah. You don't know what mm. you're missing. Mm. Sorry, babe. But, that was but I'm good. I'm good on that. I'm good on that, though, you know, because I have a woman who is open and maybe she might, you know, gift me that for my birthday. So, you know, we might have that, you know. Shout out to the open wifeies. Yeah, we might have that, that train. What about what, what train? Um, Yeah, we're going to run Yeah, my, my fantasies would... would, would but when I was really, really young, my fantasy was eating pussy. I more than fulfilled that thousand times well, over. That's that's basic. That's that was basic. But not when then you were later younger, on, that wasn't the thing back then. Yeah, yeah, and that wasn't the thing back then. My my then it became threesomes and and multiple female partners and yeah, and that's now that's he's been just lit. Hooked. That's been lit. That's been lit. Shout out to open wifeys. I mean, nothing. You feel godly, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you slayed your chicks. You're like, ah. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> so, before, I pretty too. much done, did it all in my past, you know, before I was married and stuff. So, so what was the key one? Um, I did it all. I think to me. I, I, I done did it all, so nothing really like you know. Yeah. You said you done did it all, like you had you had chicks chained up in leather. And nah, nah, in. I'm not into that kind of. That's what I'm saying. Oh, like you put ice crazy. inside their butthole while you put like ginger in their pussies Let's, and stuff. Hey. Let me tell you no, something. Let me tell you something. Hold show, on, no. hold on. How long do you know Alex? Do you know Alex at all? No, I, I, I'm the one. Who you know Alex, Alex long, but not listen, that one. As we were talking like, earlier about you know, black people. As freaky as we pride ourselves on being, we're, we're a conservative culture. Conservative Most of the people who consider themselves freaky, let her have a conversation with them for five minutes. What? They'd be like, yo, I all this shit. Honestly, I don't think it's even that. The freakiest people I've ever met in my life have been black. But they are forced to remain mm. underground mm. because I, they're very scared. Facts. I would say the the, um, the wildest thing that I ever fantasy I had is just like a train situation. Nope. But... It wind up that one of the persons started to have feelings with the person he had the dream uh, with. Nope. And then now it's just Okay, awkward. wait. You, you call, oh. I know, that's I know you define a certain thing as a train. It was a line of dudes, one female. Oh, no, y'all no, just no, shared no, no, the female. No, 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 yeah. Now dude has feelings for that female. Oh. And let, me, let, me, let me do you better. There was a chick <laughs> when, when I was married before. Yeah. And... I was with this guy, like, I lost my virginity when I was 13. We moved in when I was 16. Like, we were living independently at 16 wow. and 17. Yeah. And our house was the spot. Mm-hmm. So there was this one chick. They used to call her Super Lou. sex trap house. Yeah, they used to call her Super Lou, her Super Lou or whatever. And they would use our guest room to come. Like, she would have lines. We're not talking about y'all version of uh, sort of trains. Like the, they would come the like dudes. Street. I don't know if you saw that as as dudes or whatever and one of the dudes caught feeling he started dipping off with her on the side they would have their own sessions she got pregnant and he ended up having to bounce from the hood to 
be with her to raise yeah. their son. Wow. You know what that's, that's, wow. that's how you have to do it. Wow. all the time with a bag. But my thing about it is like, you know. She was a cute girl, but, but she just was loose. Beware, just beware some, of those shorties that want to leave their You got to move out of town. And that's why I like that. Yeah, yeah, they moved away. Got to move away. That happens all the time. Got to move away, yeah. You know how many times, you know what? It's become more popular in our culture because that's what dudes do with the strippers. The Amber Rose situation. What do you think Amber Rose was? Amber Rose was that bad stripper that, but see, that I was Kanye put, caught feelings to try to move her when, out when of my, um, When my ex-husband, I was put onto that culture because mm-hmm. he was a, uh, he was a Marine. He was in the military. Mm-hmm. And that was like, that was the stripper oh. come up. Yeah. Tag chasers is what they called them. Mm-hmm. That was the stripper. Tag chasers, that makes yeah, sense. The stripper come up. You get the new ones that just enlisted mm. and get them to marry you, all the benefits Biloxi you get. Blue. What? Right, 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 yeah, right. you're straight. <laughs> so I got to move on to the last topic because we only got a few oh, minutes shit. left. Oh, wow, that went fast. And that know, went right? fast. Yeah, and now it's back to a more kind of serious topic. Not really okay, sure. let's go. Let me, let it's me. hate or criticism, right? Because I feel like we use it too loosely. Okay. Sometimes you criticize someone and you're a hater, and sometimes... You know, your criticism is hey, oh, uh, it's not based off of I'm trying to help you out. It's based off of a little slight of jealousy. No. So okay. I would like us to like you know have a little open dialogue real quick on you know the difference and then you know chime in on that. So I know first, what I'm hating. But <laughs> first, our question is how do you tell the difference and does who it come from <laughs> makes a difference, right? Like Clifford could tell me something that y'all are like oh he hating on you, but I know he's just telling me like yo Marv you gotta right. be a little more aggressive you gotta be right. so it's not hate so sometimes it's or we are it. right and we see something you don't and we know he's hating on you okay mm-hmm. so so you go first how do you tell the difference and it doesn't matter who it come from it does matter who it's, hate and criticism it does matter who it's coming from context also matters and I need to know the scenario because like you just gave the example because of his relationship to you. Um, you may just tune certain things out. But me, on the outside, a stranger, mm-hmm. knowing what you're saying and knowing what he's saying, I can piece together in my mind that he's hating on you. Mm-hmm. And the only reason why he's telling you this is because he knows that you're able to achieve this. Mm-hmm. So I know hate versus not. Even with within myself or whatever, that's why I'm not one of those people that pride myself on having like a gazillion friends. Even though there's a lot of people that try to pride themselves on being my friend or whatever, I'm very careful with that because I know people are very fickle. Mm-hmm. I'm very fickle yeah. and they're very like, you know, weird or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to just swear by anyone. Yeah. There's only a handful of people, and even then, if somebody comes to me, depending on who it is, mm-hmm. I will still take it into consideration. I never try to discredit anybody because you never know what somebody can see outside of you. Yeah, I you, you said some things that were critical to me that I agreed, context and the delivery. I also feel like, what's the agenda? Right. Sometimes mm-hmm. someone says something to you, be like, what you doing was cute and all, but if, I, you know, me, how I do things, where you kind of they're trying to self promotion, then you kind of feel like you know what that criticism could be kind of right. What do you feel? Here's what I was always taught growing <coughs> up: Are they a member of your circle? Did they bring it straight to you, or did they tell somebody else? Mm-hmm. If they tell somebody else something they're supposed to tell you. That's hate. Yeah. They're a member of your circle, and they tell you something straight up. It's criticism. Take it. Mm-hmm. If they're not somebody who should be giving you criticism, they shouldn't be in your circle. Now we have internet and all these people that have a word and everything that you do. <coughs> you all right? Sorry. Hands up. I swallowed down the wrong hole. Hands up. That sounded crazy. So, know. you know, you have to be, it's about George how strong Madness. you are a lot of times. It's about how strong you are. A lot of people, they mistake criticism for hate. Yeah. My biggest enemy could tell me something that's hateful, 
but it'll give me some criticism about myself. Yeah, that's the end of the day for me. Like I, I try to pride myself on being a logical thinker, mm -hmm. and I think a lot of people don't know themselves and they don't know how to separate their mm -hmm. own feelings from logic. Mm -hmm. They hear it, they feel their own feelings, and they think that that's logic. Mm -hmm. They look at logical things and they try to dismiss it as feelings. The two are very separate things, and facts is facts. At the end of the day, yo, somebody who can't stand you can tell you something bad about yourself that's 100% true. Yeah. That in that particular situation is not hate. You've been given factual information. Wisdom. Somebody it who's might your- feel like hate, but it was- it might feel like Suppo hate. They claim that I hate on Marvel. No, the fuck I don't. I love fucking oh, Marvel. I love <laughs> Marvel. The only DC person I love is Batman and you Joker. Hate on that's PlayStation, it. But though. I love because PlayStation is shit. That's your shit. personal stuff. We gotta. So what do you think? Some shit. Um, <laughs> hate and criticism. Shout out to everybody that's from. watching right now. Thank I you. Think, I think um, share hate. Hate is like a negative context, right? Criticism is something that you can take and uh, take if it's and make it positive, right? Mm -hmm. right. And, and then also, like he said, with the same, it's the same circle. If somebody in your circle is talking about you all the time and he can't bring it to you, that's hate. Criticism is something that you can tell somebody and if you know, and, and you could you could reply to yourself and say, you know what, he is right about that. That's mm. something I could work mm. with, you know? Mm. So it's all, it's a, situ it's, it's a situation how you are as a person. Like, I try to ju uh, judge myself as somebody who, I don't hate on people. Mm. I just look at my own lane and take my own situation. But sometimes people look at whatever you're doing and Automatic, you wanna. But Joe, you was com just you was just hating on all of Kazi's victims earlier in the. Oh, oh. Right, that's oh. Right, so let me, let me, here you go. Let me ask I'm this last question. <laughs> let me ask this last question, then we'll wrap up the show, right? So this is a two-part question, and if we can keep it between thirty seconds and a minute, because we gotta end the show. Yeah. So, do you think the term hate is used too loosely? And have you ever hated and had to tell yourself, you know what, I was wrong? The one time that I knew I was hating, it was back when we was younger. I used to always, I was the dude who was, who had the female friends. So I would bring the female friends and like, you know, would set everybody up and stuff like that. But one time I hated, I was just like, yo, man. I told a dude like, yo, you know what? I'm not bringing shorties around no more because you always come through and get all the shorties, but you never return the same to me. Right. I should have just played my part as a team player and not hated, but I hated in that situation. Even though that was mad, I was wild young, I always remember that that was one time like, yo, you was hating for real. So, answer the question, we'll start with you, lady. Still, have you ever hated, and mm -hmm. do you think we use the term hate too loosely? I think we definitely um, use the term hate very, very loosely. Mm -hmm. But yes, I have hated twice mm -hmm. that I can think of. Yeah. Twice, two times. One was a former friend of mine, <clears throat> and this, I think, deserves a little bit of context. I'm trying to speed it up or whatever, yeah. but it was way long before that I was, I guess, what people would consider woke. Mm -hmm. And as far as I could tell, it wasn't really hate because she was, really was a bad person, mm -hmm. but she was beautiful. Yeah. So I would try to warn people, war guys in particular, they just wouldn't listen because she was really, really pretty. That's crazy. So... Yeah, but it wasn't taken it, from a critical from point. A you know what I'm saying? It wasn't coming from it that was place. Malicious intent. Yeah, but it was it was valid. But I know that it wasn't coming from about like I cared. You know what I'm saying? So I'll I'll co-sign with that or whatever that it was hate. Um, the other was like you know it wasn't that long ago. It was literally like an old classmate I came across, mm -hmm. seeing that she's doing fucking amazing, mm -hmm. and she 
did not put nowhere near the amount the work. of work. Yeah. So it yeah, happens, kinda it kind of like, like that. Yeah. sometimes people, things, you know? sometimes you're better than people at certain things. But right, but I'm not going. I'm not. However, I'm not gonna make a campaign out of it. I'm not gonna yeah. go. Yeah. You know, that's that whatever. Big. It's like kind of making a mental note. Like, damn, that's fucked up. Whatever. It's stuff that I keep locked in. I'm not gonna go and make a spectacle. What about you, DJ? I'm a human being. I've hated. I've given criticism. I've directly hated against. I have a lot of female friends, even when growing up, and I used to hate on all their boyfriends. I was like, yo, he's a bum. He's playing you. If he says this, that, and the third, you stupid, and he fucking somebody else. Yeah, I did it. It wasn't to sleep with them. It was to give them some kind of context into how men think and help them out. Did you want to smash any of them, and that was part of your motive? Maybe like three, but not really. That was my, that was that was that wasn't my motive. That wasn't my that was my twenty-seven. But that wasn't my mo. It was just no. That wasn't my mo. It was just like yo, this is this. Come on, this clown shit. You can do better. That's it. I kind of like Ali. I don't go on campaigns. I don't go on campaigns. I don't try to poison the well. I hate in the privacy of my own thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> like, I hate from the sidelines. If I see somebody and I know you an asshole, I know you fucked up, I know you grimy mm. and you shining, mm. I, it does burn me. I do feel, but I, I'm aware of my words and I'm aware of looking at other people who put out empty criticisms of people. And I'm like, yeah. that's corny. And I don't ever want to be the hate on haters. So, so yeah. yeah, you know. Yeah. So I, I hate in the privacy of my thoughts yeah. when I know somebody's on some fucked up shit. Y'all close it out. I think that to to improve yourself, period, you gotta hate. Yeah. Cause it gotta give you that kind of motivation. I don't. I see. I hate when people where it's like, fuck it. You know what? Next year I'm turning it up. Yeah. He doing mm. too good. Yeah. I don't hate. You know, I'm not real talk. Because motivation, right? You it gotta get it motivates. If you're not hating on somebody, that means you're not paying attention to what's going on. Basically. So, so I, I look at it like, there's a lot of people doing better than me. And I'm like, fuck it. Next year, I'm turning it up yeah, two times. So, right. I don't hate on people in direct, but I hate on people to give me the motivation to build myself. So, it's a difference. I'm, I tell I'm you this one thing. I don't hate on black people getting their shit. When I see somebody with nice shit, I love yeah. that shit. Yeah. 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 So, I'm going to close it out and say like this. Yo, I'm on, on that camera on Paving Floor shit, man. If he from Queens and he Haitian, I'm going to hate. <laughs> <laughs> Outside of that, all of y'all funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Haitian, y'all. I'm Haitian. Yeah, Haitian. I'm Haitian. Haitian. Are you from Queens? I won't hate on you. And you from Queens, so that's not talking about you. Fuck y'all, I'm like. All right, so we gonna wrap up the show. Thank you guys so much for coming through. It was a very fun. Yo, thanks for having me. Definitely. If you can shout out, real quick, what you got going on. We gonna start with Lady Still, and then we have to close out the show. Oh. A lady still just Google lady still L A D Y S T E E L E. Just plug that into Google. Anything that I have going on, even shit that I don't want you to know about, it's probably gonna pop up. Yeah, but and you could comment <laughs> on this episode at the end. Anything you want people to call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been sharing it and blasting it. And thank you to everybody that's been listening tonight because I've been trying my hardest to uh, keep up with you while you've been commenting. But you know, we're yeah. kind of you know, you know, blah blah blah, blah whatever. Um, Thank you guys. Thank you to Views from the Friend Zone. We yeah. hope to be invited back. Definitely. And uh, just follow for all the extra stuff that's coming up. <laughs> At Mr. Earl Gray Instagram, M-I-S-T-A-H-E-A-R-L Gray with okay. an E. You've been eating all that security. Like Excuse me. <laughs> I, I, listen, we have security. We have, we have you know, everything. So mm-hmm. holla at me. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, David Braff, you can follow me at David Braff on Instagram. Also follow me at LitBKNY on yes, Instagram. Yes, got the Lit t-shirts B- on deck. Yes, t-shirts on deck, LitBKNY.com. They got the Ratchet Mondays out. group on deck. Oh, wow. 
I got a lot of things going on. I also do a lot of video. They got production. the jewelry on deck. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> Matter of fact, because that's my partner. Yeah, that's low key my partner. We we collab on 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 video projects. I do we do video production together. I do video Just production. Working on the SM. And web you series. Know, I have a lot of rappers who come up onto my show, so I, I definitely got to link you. I'm looking for music. We looking for music, dead ass. Like yeah. Right. And um, eleven two zero three productions. You can you can see that on YouTube. See a little bit of my work. It's on Facebook. E L E V E N two zero three productions. Search that on. And they're based on, in East Flatbush. <laughs> she, 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 um, that's, that's support. That's love right that's there. Love. That's love. I just, um, just want to shout out to all my family and friends who um, wish me a happy birthday. And that's and his shout brother. Out to, um, shout out to your relationship because I can already see. That's why I have been, I, I'm, a, I'm a talker, but I, I, the communication in your relationship is dope and I don't really know y'all and I, I'm not gonna fuck with it. Oh, so and shout out to nothing. If you part of their groups, you see how they go back and forth. But I, yeah. I, it's, 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 yeah, we don't agree on everything at all. Most, most people can't. Oh, yeah. He was supposed to be on the show. Ernest was supposed to be background. Yeah, but he's he knowing him. Most, 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 listen, most, they know most how, people can't. Y'all know handle. how to agree, disagree. Disagree agreeably. Yeah, yeah. Cute. Such. most yeah. people can handle some of the situations. And so I got, I have to shout out my wife. Yes, Remy, we got to shout Remy out. I have to give out. a shout out to Remy's my wife, awesome. Remy. That's my other half. We Dave and Remy all day. So okay. Remy, the ain't jewel. This one that uh, ate mad ass. I can't. Oh, oh I done <laughs> kissed him late. already. It's I got you. Boy, exactly. real talk, more. Thank exactly. you for tuning into two million kisses in podcast. We're going out on ass all ladies, all ladies still fans, all earnest fans, all day fans who came and tuned into the show, please like the page. Please continue to please, follow. Yeah. follow because views we have interesting dialogue going forward, yeah. and I want to welcome you into the views from the Friends of Family. Yeah. And like I always say, please, chase your legacy, not your liabilities, because your legacy lasts longer. And we out. Peace. 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 Views from the friend zone. Mom trying to beat, I'm trying to reach the end zone. You think I'm kind of sweet and you want to be friends, though? It's cool, though. Just don't try to play me for no fool, yo. Use from the friend zone. Mom trying to be, I'm trying to reach the end zone. You think I'm kind of sweet and you want to be friends, though? It's cool, though. Just don't try to play me for no fool, yo.